Y'all ready for another episode of the People's Podcast, the number one podcast in skateboarding. The Bunt, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding, Vans, baby. Everyone knows Vans for being the number one shoe in skateboarding, but some of y'all may have forgotten that their apparel game is A1. And this spring, Vans is unleashing brand new colorways in their authentic chino. We all know pants are the hardest part to get right of your everyday kit, so I couldn't be more hyped that Vans is dropping new colorways in the authentic chino stretch and the authentic chino pro. The classic chino pant emphasizes skateboarding performance innovation, featuring a comfortable fit and Vans sturdy stretch twill fabrication that provides a timeless workwear feel and skateboard functionality all in one. Vans gained insight from their legendary professional skateboarding team and us over here at the Bunt to refine an everyday staple that takes your kit to the next level. Y'all know what to do. Head over to Vans.ca and get yourself a pair of the authentic chinos now. Vans, off the wall since 1960, motherfucking sick. Drop that bitch. <laughs> Welcome back to the champagne sipping, limousine riding, wheeling and dealing, switch trade ganging, number one podcast in the world, The Bunt. I'm D Jones. He's the ghost. As always, we got Antoine behind the scenes. It's a cool thing. We know the post office is popping off this week, but what else we got cooking, baby? Bro, we got the one and only Jamie Tansoni. I think I said that right. I think you did. You know what I'm saying? Canada stand up. He's a fucking little real one out there, little fucky. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wheeling and dealing, whatever Donald said. Limousine riding. Kiss stealing. <laughs> we popping. He ain't scared to shoot some shots. Uh, what else we got? We got the rundown, obviously. Yo, it's, it's a barn burner of an app. What can I say? It's dead. Every week, man, ain't a damn thing change. Y'all know what it is. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Bunt Live. Like us on Facebook at The Bunt. Keep sending them emails. Keep the post office rolling at TheBuntLive at gmail.com. Oh, I can't. <laughs> and y'all know what it is. The website, www.TheBuntLive.com. New interviews going down. We got some new clothes in the works. We'll keep y'all posted. Make sure you keep checking out the website. We're going to bring the website back from the dead as soon as the clothes drop. We got some interviews lined up. Yeah, dig. It's all part of the plan, baby. <laughs> Trust the process. So, my man, last week we came in hot and heavy with Captain Kook. Kook of the week. Sick fuck of the week. Donkey of the day. We, we kept it skateboarding last week. This week... We gonna step up into the rap game. Joel Santana, man. What the fuck? What are you thinking, dog? Brought himself a loaded gun to the airport. TSA checks the man's bags. They find the gun. He bolts, hops in the cab, he's gone. Manhunt out there for Joel Santana. This just makes me shake my head, man. How you take a gun to the airport, dog? <laughs> oh, man. That's some kooky behavior right there. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Joel's, but uh, 
He done fucked up. That is just unacceptable, man. Also, a little shout out to the guy who finished last place in our fantasy basketball league. You cooking too, dog. Oh, he cooked himself hard. He uh, decided to call the quits or force my hand as commissioner to kick him out because he dropped three of his top players that he didn't care about the league's integrity. Uh, So handcuffed his team, locked his team, and now the man won't pay up. He was staring $300 in the face. But, you know, hey, homie who emailed a couple of weeks ago about his kooky commissioner. Happens to everyone. Bro, you might have to replace our boy who's kooking hard. You dig? Yeah, there's a manhunt. We got a manhunt of our own on out there, if you know what I mean. Sending the goonies over to the door. And, yeah, homie who had the shitty commissioner, don't forget to let us know what happens in your playoffs and uh, how that, that season ends up. I'm sorry for those who are let down by no Captain Kook in the skate industry. We didn't catch anyone with their hands in the cookie jar. But yo, <laughs> make sure if you notice some kook and feel free to, to send us any suggestions. We're happy to have our bun gang out there on that detective work. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. If they deserve it, we'll shout them the fuck out still. Keep us posted. So like we said... Jamie Tanzani in the building. Good old Canadian boy. Man came out firing on all cylinders with the red hot part. Then dropped bangers in the America Stay Gold video. Zero Strange World. It's a pleasure to have him inside Studio E. Jamie's riding for Edney's. Working on finishing his part for the video coming soon. He rides for Dog Skateboards. Shake Junt. Happy Hour. You know what I'm saying? Canadian legend. International legend in the game. Let's get this shit poppin'. Only one thing left to do, crack a couple steam whistles, and we on. Alright y'all, we got Jamie Tanzani in the building, good old Canadian boy. How's it going, man? Good, man. Just fucking chilling in the sun. Oh yeah, dog, loving life down there in Calgary. Yeah, yeah skipping winters is definitely a plus. Definitely, uh, man. Yeah, for sure. You live there year round or what? Uh, yeah, but I try to uh, get home to visit like at least once a year, sometimes two times, but full time other than that. That's what's up, man. Living the dream, baby. Well, yeah, Christmas that's nice. visit. Yeah, just cruise up for Christmas usually. And then uh, my brother had a wedding last summer, so I came up for that. It was pretty cool. Get to see, get to see the fam, some friends and stuff. So we start every show off the same. Hit us with your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment. Uh, probably Arto, Arto, Sari, Medic Matty, Frontboard El Toro, probably. That's the best my time, yeah. And sports. Yeah, yeah. Um, Give a shit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about sports. Probably. What, no Oilers stories, man? No Wayne Gretzky uh, stuff? Wayne Gretzky's <laughs> definitely the king. I don't know. He's, he's my favorite yeah. hockey player, for sure. <laughs> That's part of it, though. So you came up in Edmonton? Yep. What's the story? How'd you get into skating? Um. Well, basically, my brother... My brother's like eight years older than me. And a couple of friends... Uh, like a couple of his friends that he went to school with basically had skateboards and... I kind of like saw it, saw it going down, and one of them let me borrow one for a couple of weeks, and that's pretty much how I got into it. And then just took off from there. That's what's up. How old were you? Uh, I think I was six, six or seven. Damn. So like that's yeah, crazy. like nine, ninety-five, ninety-six, probably long ass time ago. 
Jeez. Yeah. That makes sense. Fucking came out hot like a flying squirrel. <laughs> yeah, I had some time before I performed. I'm just getting probably like 10 years before I like got sponsored. Yeah, I think it's like 23 years or 24 years now I've been skating. Jesus. Damn. Yeah. Since a baby, man. Long ass time, yeah. So you dropped one of the gnarliest parts in pre-amp Canadian history in the video Red Hot. Mm. What influenced you to uh, go so buck back in the day at such a young age? Um, I think I always just had the fire to, you know, like go pro skating or whatever. That's like always been the dream for, like, I don't know, every kid growing up, right? So um, I got like a taste of it. The America guys came to uh, Edmonton and uh, I got a chance to skate with them and stuff. And I ended up getting a, getting a photo shot with Lance Dawes and he, he ran it in uh, Slap Magazine was the time. It was a magazine that, yeah, Braden had the kickflip shifty cover on Santa Monica triple set. But, uh, Sick. yeah, basically, that was before I really went to California. And I went down and I was like, I had, the, I had the opportunity to go pro pretty much, essentially, I thought at the time. So, or like, get, just get hooked up. So I just went off. <laughs> tried, to, tried, yeah, to, could... tried to make the best part I could. Uh, that's the way to do it. I feel like you, you're a smart, like, sometimes I tell kids here, I'm like, you can't compare yourselves to other locals if you really want to, yeah. you know, chase the skate dream. You got to compare yourself to what's going on, you know, on that. Back then it was like, what's going on in Cali? What's going on in the States? Yeah, exactly. Now it's Kinda a little like, more global, but yeah, you you were just a million times better than everyone. No, I just, I was just, I was just, no, I was just given, pretty much given the opportunity of a lifetime. Like not many kids get the chance that I was given. So I tried to, I don't know take advantage of the opportunity and do something with it no for sure i'm just saying like watching red hot and just basically what was going on in canada versus what you were doing you were deaf you could see it was clear you were Mm. you know on that other like you were skating like an american yeah see i was just some little kid i was just i was a little kid that went to the skate park every day you know so i don't know i guess eventually if you want to know if you just kind of transform your dream into reality that's true too yeah you're lucky you came up in edmonton too i don't, I don't know mm. what's in the water over there but your local videos <laughs> everyone's jumping on like fucking 20 stair rails and shit yeah for sure i mean that's just what skateboarding evolved to like anyway you look at it anywhere you go there's gonna be kids doing that nowadays you know because it's what you see but uh it's it's crazy it blows me away these days yeah these days for sure but like yeah. there's something about edmonton yeah, I wish well, I remembered more of the local guys' names, like you, your boy Jetski, all, all those Yeah, Jetski, Jetski fucking killed it. There's a bunch of homies that are still in Edmonton fucking killing it. I remember there was one tall guy who wore like basketball jerseys and shit who hit the biggest rails. From Edmonton? I don't know. I think he was in Red Hot or the video that you shared apart with. All jerseys? Someone. Oh, wait, I don't know. I have to watch Stewart? those again. That was probably Ben Stewart. I oh no it wasn't him but he's another fucking nice yeah. dude yeah full he's just wearing the jerseys i remember <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 that was a long time ago man that was like over 10 years ago that shit was happening is yeah. that all the spots you guys got out there in edmonton or what yeah I'm sure, pads, I'm sure. nothing like that i'm sure i'm sure there's <laughs> no more banks? now yeah i think it's strictly rails i don't know <laughs> rails with no runway rails with no landing you pretty much just skate whatever you can because it's all you got uh, Drop the plywood down, man. That's exactly. a classic move. Classic. Right off into the grass. Yeah. Uh, that both. being said, like, <laughs> if anyone listening watches your red hot part or any of your old shit, 
they'll see all the wooden run-ups wooden landings all these like makeshift terrible spots yeah uh, definitely spoiled now for sure. yeah did that make it easier for you were you just like licking your chops when you went down to cali and finally got to skate that perfect shit yeah pr- pretty much that's kind of how it works you know you don't you skate shitty spots your whole life and then you finally get a chance to do it and you're just like in heaven for a little bit and then uh, 10 years goes by and you're spoiled <laughs> and every spot's still hard to skate that's <laughs> basically how it goes yeah you ain't trying to go home and skate them shitty edmonton rails anymore yeah i'm chilling on that <laughs> <laughs> comfortable right where he is so you talked about it a bit with uh linking up with the america guys but what was your first big break other than that in the skate industry pretty much yeah i came down i came down to california for the first time by myself when i was like i think i was 16 and uh i was skating uh famous the the skate shop that i rode for glenn sogan's in uh edmonton or whatever i was skating for them skating their boards and then i went down to estate ended up staying at the america mansion for like for like a week with Leo and Smanky and stuff and Minor and they took yeah they took me out skating and then I went to from there to down to Black Box in San Diego for like it was like the opening day for Black Box or whatever at the skate park and uh I like I had talked to Jamie prior to that but he pretty much invited me in and started giving me boards from there so that was kind of like the extra big like push when when I went home from that trip that was when I knew it was like I like I had a yeah. serious, I had to like get serious and you know do do some crazy stuff and try to try to make something of it, you know. So yeah, after that trip, actually, I went back. I got back around like seven or eight p.m. and then <clears throat> Jetski was the filmer at the time, and we went straight from the airport to the Seventeen Stair, and it was <laughs> like it was in the middle of winter too. But we like we like broke into this building in Edmonton. It's like I think it's the convention center or something, but. They have these 17 stair uh, yellow square rails and ended up, I like back five out at first try and tried to ollie over it and shit and I was just like sparked, Jesus. you know, that's like, it really gave gave me like a confidence yeah. boost after like being down there and doing that shit, so. Jump on those opportunities when they come, kids. Yeah, you gotta make your own opportunities as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah you no, definitely for sure. Yeah. Uh, like, but coming home with uh, America shoes on your feet riding some zero boards must be feeling nice heading back to little old edmonton man yeah you're you're ready to go you skate anything that one yeah back 5-0 them 17s kids yeah (laughs) off the plane too sky's the limit that was just one of them that was a random trip i got extra stoked after that so at this point fast forward a little bit you become fully am for zero in america your dreams are now a reality what was it like being around like your your new legendary teammates at the start there? Um, it was super. Uh, you, you're like nervous first couple times to hang around them, but they're like I don't know, they're just all normal, normal humans, you know, like all of us. So it's super easy to get get along with them because they're all just cool and they have to deal with that stuff, you know. Some little new kid, uh, you kind of like they like help me grow up and shit too. So I don't know, it was, it was pretty it was pretty crazy crazy experience. Yeah, both those teams are stacked with so many legends. It must have been yeah, it was definitely intimidating at first. Oh, definitely. I'm just being, I'm uh, just being a weird little kid, but get used to it and just grow, develop good friendships with all of them. You know, They're like just the same homies. It's cool. It's like a steady rotation in the skate game, though. There's always a, a younger guy. Yeah, exactly. You were once the younger guy, so you know, you know how you got treated. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. You're just the am or like the flow trash for the first little bit. <laughs> then you're the then you're the am trash, and then you're still trash anyway. So. <laughs> Now you're, changes. now you're the pro yeah, trash. Now I'm pro trash. <laughs> yeah, that's jokes. That shit's funny. Was there any fucking weird hazing or anything? We heard a couple gnarly stories from uh, James Hardy a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, you're talking to him. Uh, Some rookie um, hazing. Which one? Any, anyone fuck with you? Uh, yeah, actually, well, a couple people did, but the funny one was John Alley. He was oh, the funniest shit. one. Yeah, because... Uh, I like Jamie like pretty much just put me on. He was kind of, I don't know. He, he was just skeptical and kind of like he like I forget what he said. He said some random, some random like shitty remarks. You know, I, I like felt like shit. You know, I was so bummed because fucking John Halley's the man. You know, he's like my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite skateboarders growing up. So that that was funny. And then actually, the, the I remember the day it changed. I, I back when I was one at Point Loma. It was like the first zero I'd I had, I think. But I did it on one of his boards and. He's like, all right, you're right after that shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's that. That was what took him to, I think, give me a chance. Right, right. That's the rail. Was that the rail he kicked back? The one he kicked back lipped? Yeah, yeah, the same one. Right. Okay. Yeah. You, you have to put some respect on your own name for him to. <laughs> it's kind of kind of funny. <laughs> Actually, I guess you put respect on his name by doing yeah, it on right. his board. Yeah, nah, but it was like, it's funny because I'm just like some little kid from Canada, you know, like I totally see his reasoning for doing it, like kind of yeah, test, yeah. testing me a little bit, because I'm sure that was like so, like so weird back then too. <laughs> That's when he, he moved over to Slave anyways. Yeah, it was actually, it was on a, it was like his first Slave board. I oh, did you did it on, it on a Slave board? Oh, yeah. That's, that's tight. Slave board. Yeah, that was great when that shit dropped. That's crazy. That was like, two, yeah, 2007 or something, like 10 years yeah. ago. It's crazy. Time, time flies. Yeah, man. Yeah. So you really hit the skate world over the head with that strange world part. Having last part in a zero video is an insane honor. What did it mean to you? Uh, man, everything. I didn't. I had no idea it was gonna happen. And then, yeah, fucking shit. I, I, I got a cover. I got the cover of Thrasher and then the cover of Transworld like back to back or like a couple months apart. And then I was like. Wow. I was I like that and then I got that so it's like it was crazy I don't know it's like everything I dreamed of pretty much that's what I wanted to accomplish in skateboarding and then I made it happen so fuck it back to back covers and then last part man so it was a surprise they didn't tell you it was going down yeah and no, I didn't really didn't really know until it was it was like a, like a couple like a month or two months before it actually came out that I found out like when that's they were like showing it to me yeah that part went hard. What were the covers again? Was one the kickflip? Kickflip. That was a Transworld, and then um, the backside big spins Thrasher. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Mm-hmm. With yeah. The skinny thing over the water. Yeah, climbed fame fucking ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, you knocked it all out of the park real quick, yo. Like you burst onto the scene, did everything you could probably dream of as a kid. Mm-hmm. But you weren't done. Just moving on. Uh, <laughs> You fucking followed that up not too long after with the uh, stay gold part of Doom. <laughs> what was filming for that next uh, classic video like? Um, it was definitely. I, know, I just treated it the same as the first one. It was like opportunity. I got to get to travel with these legends all over the world. And, I don't know. I was, I was kind of filming the last six months of filming for Strange World. I started filming for Stay Gold, so I was kind of filming for two parts at the same time, and then. Uh, right. Yeah, so that was difficult, but they like ended up they like just traded whatever 
like whatever doubles need to be done so that made it easier but it's definitely like the same i got hurt a lot more filming for stagel than i did for strange world i think just because yeah. it, was, it was like back-to-back -back video parts and i was like traveling a lot and i didn't really spend that much time in canada so i had to deal with like going across the border and stuff and uh yeah i don't know it was, it was cool I, I was like there's a lot more you find out who you are when you're like struggling in the streets like trying not to die you know as opposed <laughs> to just being like a little kid having fun so i don't know there's a lot different filming for strangeville than it was for stickle a little more pressure yeah i kind of a little bit more pressure and it's just different like filming with a new new person filming with john minor and stuff he's a he's a real good motivator but yeah i don't know he'll he'll make you think like stuff you don't think you can do he'll like help you do it you know that's tight but what you you were saying you got fucked over was it like Not injuries over. Or? yeah just just getting hurt a bunch like i like pop i popped my shin open and it was like oh. it was i had to get stitches in it a couple times and it was just pretty much open for the pad for the last like few months of filming for it so i had to deal with that like it was like a pretty much a hole in my shin down in my bum yeah that's the one they show in in the rough cut files right yeah it's like the rough files yeah yeah they show a little glimpse of it but yeah that happened uh yeah that happened it was like probably like three months left of filming so i had like i got stitches on it once and then i busted it open that one time in the video again and i kind of just had like a bandage and a soccer like a soccer soccer shin guard over it skating for the past for the last two months it sucked <laughs> Yo, D. Jones, man, you know what time it is. It's time to tell the people about Brixton. What are they cooking up in the world of high-end fashion these days, B? Oh, you know they up to something. A brand new line of limited edition products designed in collaboration with Brixton ambassadors Brad Cromer, Christian Maloof, and Dolan Stearns. The Brixton Union Collection, baby. Brixton's ambassadors have always been a major source of inspiration, and now they're excited to bring their design ideas to life. Man, one thing I'm just waiting for is when are we going to be considered ambassadors, B? <laughs> we got design ideas too. But yo, in the meantime, head over to Brixton.com and check out the Union Collection. So take us behind the scenes on the intro where the two security guards or cops or whatever they are looked like they were fucking you up pretty good, man. What happened? Yeah, that sucked. Um... I was in, we were in Ashland, Ashland, Oregon, and uh, it was like, yeah, right in the, when we like started going heavy for Strangeville, yeah, it was for Strangeville pretty much, so it was with the Zero guys, and I was trying, there's a three block there that I think Mike McDermott skated in um, anti-social video, or like uh, Mitchell Charon, I think, or I think it's something like that, but um, I tried Figgy Trey flipping it on it, and he was, he like started running at me from the side as I was going. Like pretty much we were uh, like equal ways away from the set and I just threw down and tried anyways and he went like right in front of me and knocked my board out from under me and I just went to go grab it and he claimed that I was gonna grab the board and try to hit him with it but I was just obviously just trying to grab my board and this cut this like act this like campus security cop or whatever came up behind him and like put me in handcuffs and shit and like he said I was trying to hurt her trying to I forget what I got. I got charged for it. Actually, I had to go back for court and stuff. I think wow. it was like, yeah, it was like disorderly conduct, and they were trying to get me on like, I forget what it's called. Yeah, I definitely got the disorderly conduct charge, and I had to pay like four hundred bucks. What? And you they, take uh, the video? 
No, they they had the video. It was all like they they gave him the video's evidence and stuff, and like she still like I was supposed, I forget the other charge I was supposed to get. What's it like? It was like not harassment, but it's like assault. Assault. Yeah, they're trying to put me on an assault charge too. What? <laughs> but yeah, she saw the video and they just gave me disorderly conduct, and uh, that was pretty much that. I went back. I went back for court like a month and a half later and they're basically like okay you, you just pay 400 bucks and then you're never allowed to be in ashland ever again so i'm, oh, what? I'm not, banned? not allowed to go there yeah i got banned banned for life <laughs> uh, that's a pretty sick story yet. to have though a fakey yeah, train so needs to go down b yeah you gotta get in there yeah i gotta go back for the redemption huh the ski mask way just get that's... kicked out of the country <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> for a fakey like, train a charge like that can that get you in some real trouble yeah, that's like why I went back. And shit. Yeah, that's why I like made sure I went back for uh, court and stuff because we ended up doing just doing another trip up there and skating, at, like as as I went to court, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I was I was scared for sure. But I went like I got like all dressed up and shit and went in there, and the judge was super cool. She's like, "All right, we'll just drop it to a misdemeanor, and like there won't be like you know like get kicked out of the country or whatever." So. I just got that. And that came up actually when I was getting my green card. I had to like tell him all about it, and wow. yeah, it's, it's sketchy. Could have fucking put a huge damper on your skate career. Yeah, if that happened back then, I would have been fucked pretty much. So there's no way <laughs> I, would, yeah. I would not have filmed that stuff. For some bullshit too, for you basically yeah. getting beat up. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. I don't think I tried to fake tray anything else after that. <laughs> So that's the last time I tried fake trade on something. You left them in Ashland. So I'm you made a that. pretty bold sponsor change when you left Zero for LE. What was going on behind the scenes on that one? Um, well, it was kind of, they're putting, they started putting new people on Zero, like a bunch of people, and I started staying with Nick Trapasso a bunch at the time. It was like right after I blew up my knee. So I kind of, and I was, I wanted to change and like kind of have my own kind of style you know away from just being like a zero dude so that's was yeah. kind of like an influence on that but uh i don't know it was just, i was just kind of in a weird spot too after like being living in canada for like a year with a broken knee and then moving back back down here i just kind of wanted to change so i kind of went for it and then i don't know that was that it's a big move because ellie was pretty new at the time right yeah it was like brand i think they'd be they've been around for a year at the time Okay, okay. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know you were injured at the time. It just seemed, I remember being like, what the hell? Like, zero seemed at the time like the, the safer bet, and you just had last part, and then you went to yeah. like a new company. But I yeah, guess that, kinda, that makes sense. It was, it, was, it was definitely, I don't know, I don't like regret the decision, but looking back, it would have been smarter to stay on zero. But there's a lot, of, yeah, a lot, a lot of random stuff going on, so I kind of just went for it, and I don't know what happened happened. Yeah, sometimes you have a feeling, man. You gotta go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just kind of got stagnant, and I don't know. That's why I skate for dog now. <laughs> so you said you broke your knee while this was going on. How'd that happen? Yeah, what? I tore my ACL. I think like two months after Stay Gold came out, and then you had to get surgery on that. And I was like, I was about, I was out for like a year and a half, pretty much, until I started filming for the Ellie video. So it's like the between when Stagold came out and when I got on LE, I was hurt the whole time. Damn, that's a long yeah. stretch of time, man. ACL, it's dangerous. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah, it's not a not an easy one to come back from. You got pro athletes out for over a year with that shit, man. Yeah, that's it's crazy. Yeah, lots of physical therapy. You just mentioned it, 
But uh, you're riding for dog skateboards these days. You and the legend Antoine. Uh, how'd that come about? Um, well, I, I went on actually the this last summer. I went on a zero tour to like I don't know. Me and Jamie have been talking. We're like talk, thinking about maybe getting back together. But uh, I was on that tour, and then I'd gotten back, and it actually didn't really work out because me and him, I don't know, we kind of bunt heads a little bit on trips and. He was kind of like, he pretty much let me know. He's like, yeah, I don't know, you're kind of like too hard to deal with to skate for us anymore. And then uh, right after that trip, I got back, Antoine called me like out of the blue randomly and just asked me if I wanted to skate for dog. And basically I just did it because Jamie was over it. But I'm still like, I like I talked to him a little bit about it before, but I'm pretty hyped it went down. Damn, yo, you, you and Jamie, the chief butting heads. Yeah, he's always, we've always kind of, I don't know, not got along. I don't know why. He's just kind of, our personalities don't really connect. (laughs) In that that sense. Yeah. Can you elaborate on that? What did he mean by you're too hard to deal with? That's pretty funny. Um, Well, it's like me and and Tommy and Windsor are pretty much the partiers and the whole squad. And it was my, it was Windsor's birthday and then my birthday back to back. So we kind oh, of partied shit. on the trip, and I don't know. He doesn't like that, I guess, so it didn't work out. <laughs> but it's probably for the best. <laughs> you, I have a feeling you might run into some similar problems down the line if you, you stayed there. Pro- probably, but I wasn't really. It was my birthday, so I wasn't like partying extra hard. Come on, it's my birthday. Come on. Chief's got <laughs> lighting up, eh? Yeah, he's not, he's not letting up. That's okay, though. What's cracking with dog skateboards? I don't know too much about them other than Antoine rides for them. Yeah, it's uh, our, one, of my, one of our buddies, Mike Reno, he started it, and uh, he gave me the opportunity to ride for him. And I've been kind of talking to him a little bit over the past while that I haven't had a board sponsor. And uh, yeah, I don't know, I kind of just jumped on the opportunity and I'm stoked. Love Antoine. Okay. There's a homie Kenny that Kenny skates for him too. He's fucking, he's, he's rips. His name's Kenny Stanley. Sick. Yeah, up and coming right So you're telling us you're working on the Etnies video, but uh, what happened with you originally switching from America to Etnies? They're both under the same roof, right? Yeah, they're both under Soltec, and uh, kind of what happened was it was like after I after I hurt my knee, I moved back up to Canada for it was like I think it was like a year and a half or a year, and I didn't really, and I was kind of like. I couldn't skate at all, you know, so I was kind of just by myself up there and that kind of like led up to when I moved back down here. That's when I switched to LE and I was still, I was still, like I was right when I started filming again, pretty much trying to like get back to the level I was at before. And uh, basically they're like, you got six months to get a, get an interview with Thrasher. And it was like, I think it was like in July when the, like the time or whatever, when I had to have it by, it was July. And I actually ended up get. I actually got it done, and that's when Heath Heath became the team team manager, and pretty much they kind of just like, like yeah, we can't do it anymore. Okay, we gotta stop paying you. So whatever you wanna, like if you wanna put your feelers out and try to find a new company, you should probably do that. Somebody that pay you. And I was like, oh shit, all right, that that sucks, you know. Pretty much got kicked off. Yeah, Yeah. but uh, I've been I'm really close friends with uh, like Julian Davidson and David Reyes, and they're on Andy's at the time. I kind of filmed with Mike Manzuri a little bit in between, uh, like a little bit for the American video, so I had a relationship with him already. 
and it kind of yeah. I, I was just around a bunch and it kind of just ended up working out so uh yeah they just put me on and Jillian kind of put his neck up for me it's like yeah like come on like putting all these new fools on put somebody I want on you know so he, he, he pretty much got me on we've been for the past like two and a half years three years so Ooh. Oh hell yeah! You've yeah. been getting them Etnies checks for a minute, eh? Yeah. They tried to leave you high and dry, yo. Fuck that, yo. Yeah, it sucks. Industry t- trying to turn its back on you, yo. What's up with Heath? That was funny. Yo, Heath like beat up James Hardy. No heart. <laughs> kicked you off <laughs> Etnies. Why is America, I mean America? America why yeah. is Heath coming for all our boys? He, yo? He's, he's still a good guy. I don't know. He just has a temper, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was that it's was fun. that weird? Like Heath kicking you off? Like how weird was that? Because you went from like filming for stay gold together i'm sure you you were on trips and shit yeah and then all of a sudden yeah, staying at the america mansion everything man yeah just, probably uh, known for a while yeah definitely no he was he was there when the first time i went down and stayed at the america mansion actually and he's kind of i don't know he just kept to himself but we i don't know we we're like homies so it was definitely kind of weird coming up to it but i still see him these days and it's kind of like it's just water under the bridge it's not like i don't hold a grudge it's not like it's his fault you know what i mean i was gone for a right. long time so it makes perfect sense why would you fucking pay some dude that's not doing shit makes perfect sense but uh i don't know it just kind of sucked because i'd already been skating and i was back to where i started and that's like when i that's when i dropped the ellie video that was like the part right after i got kicked off so uh, yeah, it whatever. sucks like Shit you got the interview done you got the video part done. yeah it's still wasn't good enough <laughs> jesus yeah Fuck. it's fine cutthroat industry yo hey, yeah. all sports i guess it's, it's all good i understand getting older <laughs> injuries play injuries play a huge role man yeah it sucks so the deadline for that and video just passed like you said how yeah. was filming for the video and when can we expect to see it drop um it was, it was good definitely i don't know i tried to take a different approach at this one like a little bit more laid back because i've had to and i've been working and stuff too so i'm really i'm trying to like relax i'm working and trying to skate at the same time it's a little bit difficult but it was fun went on some good trips and uh yeah and i'm gonna go try to get one last thing tomorrow actually and then yeah and then it, i think it's supposed to it premieres the 29th of this month oh so shit. it's like that's super super last minute yeah oh that's dope yeah i saw on your insta story over the weekend you were at that crazy spot where uh reynolds heart or reynolds frontside flipped over the rail yeah and fakey ollie's the table yeah, that's the same spot. Oh, you trying to you trying to get Anders or what? Nah, I'm I'm, I'm chilling on that thing actually. We were just there. Uh, Tave actually did some shit over it that day, but I don't know. It's right up the street from our house, so um, some homies were skating there. I, I didn't didn't have any plans to skate that thing. It's kind of. It's a little crusty. I was gonna say <laughs> the ghost thought he did his detective work. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I, thought nah, I, I see you there. Varial heel. I see you there. Last trick. Yeah, actually, Herman. <laughs> or wait, I think Herman did that actually but that would have been the one though he did hard flip i hard flip i think reynolds rio hilda maybe didn't yeah, he oh yeah 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 that's uh, it i don't know Feel maybe like maybe i'm sure somebody did i think yeah. but that would have been the one though alley backside flip bro dude alex gardidos did it back in the day <laughs> alley guindaros or no he just did the regular one i don't know it's kind of the same thing though <laughs> Maybe front heel one day. That's what I'm trying to, I think. Ooh. Oh, I'm oh, front heel. okay. That's, that's yeah. Taking it back to the flying squirrel days, eh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, got, I got long hair again. Yeah, hey, I, got, I got the long <laughs> hair back. I might, might just have a couple. Yeah. How old are you these days, though? I just turned 28. 
so yeah I'm getting up there young buck yo young 30, buck 30 is approaching quickly bro Donald's 30 I'm 29 with I just turned 30 in the summer man I got two months yeah. to go in my 20s B it ain't oh, that bad I'm not, I'm not, I'm straight, not, I'm not got, far behind <laughs> you got plenty of 15 stairs left in you and shit uh, we'll see so about that I hope high so. action I hope so I hope to, <laughs> I hope to see it that one day <laughs> that's dope man looking forward to the Etnies video Hell yeah, thanks so. Keep your eyes peeled, people. So yo, what's next for Jamie? Tanzoni. Wait, how do you pronounce it? It's Tanzoni. Soft, soft C. Tanzoni. Tanzoni. Yeah. What's next for Jamie Tanzoni? Probably just gonna try to film that. Try to film part for Dog, and I don't know, hopefully something comes for that. I've been. I'm trying. Trying to become a chef also too. Something to fall back on. So I've been working in the kitchen, learning some stuff. So. I'm, Eventually, you're gonna try to be a chef, but still skate at the same time, you know. Gotta plan in the future. Oh. That's a dope combo, yo. I like that, man. Yeah, I like, I, I like cooking food, so it only seems right. That's what's up. There's no shame in the game, yo. Fucking uh, nah, skating. skating's not forever. You gotta pre prepare, yo. Yeah, exactly. It's something and what's more useful than that, man? I have to take a class or two, dog. Dude, I'll show you what's up. We could do a FaceTime. Turkey and cheese sandwich we, or something. We could do a little FaceTime cooking show or some shit. <laughs> we might need to, man. I got yeah. a better idea. When me and Donald come out there, you can chef up a barbecue for the boys. Yo, know? I'm down. I got you guys for sure. <laughs> you let yeah, me we'll, know. We'll bring the, we'll bring the fucking yeah, the beers, man. the steam whistles, and... <laughs> Let's do it. prepare the meats. No, that's sick though, man. Hell yeah. I'm down. I've worked in a kitchen before, but it was just washing dishes, dog. That shit ain't easy. Yeah, Shout out not. to all the dishwashers out there. That's a hard-ass job. Yeah, for sure. They never stop coming, dog. <laughs> so funny. I'm serious. Hell yeah. Yo, y'all know what time it is. It's Rapid Fire with the Ghost. And this week, we brought to you by Grand Trading Distribution. They've got a warehouse sale going on this week, Wednesday, March 14th, till Saturday, March 17th. Located here in Toronto at 100 Sims Road, Unit 104, Main Intersection, Keel and St. Clair. This is your chance to get deals on boards, clothes, and accessories from brands like Polar, Skateco, Quasi, numbers lewis cruz and lots more head over to at grand trading on instagram for more deals but yo make sure you get your ass to 100 sims because grand trading is popping the roof off on these sales donald we might have to head up and grab some christy socks eh <laughs> maybe a passport board still but yo jamie you ready for that rapid fire b let's get it favorite video Manic Maddie. Favorite video part? Arto, sorry, Manic Maddie. Favorite style? Julian Davidson. Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth? Nigel, at the moment. Favorite trick? Nollie back heels. Hardest trick for you? They're all pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> Nollie flips, switch flips. Most illegal trick? No comply. Favorite clip you've ever gotten? Kickflip in Strange World. Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed? Aiden Campbell doing the sports side in the new video. Keep our eyes peeled for that one. Yeah. Best trick you've ever done that wasn't caught on film? This one back lift in Edmonton back in the day. It was on this 10 stair. And the homie Corey, since I didn't get it on film, he actually ended up, Corey Forrester, he filmed it and put it in this part with a slap in the face. Damn. 
Oh shit. So I kinda sucked. <laughs> but I did it first. That's cold, yo. He never forgets, yo. A little ten stair back lip back in the day. I'll never forget that. <laughs> <laughs> What's the one trick that got away? Switch a big spin on audio gap. Yeah, yeah. Is that the one they skated in the audio video bunch? Yeah. Richie Belton frontside flip? Yeah, Maybe. and uh, Tommy Sandoval had the fakie flip on it. It's like pretty much low. It's like a parking lot to parking lot with like a little yeah. mulch, mulch gap and then drop. You almost did switch front big? Yeah, I actually did it and like put my hand down, but it never got used, so. Uh, what's the last new trick you learned? Rick flips. If you never started skating, what would you be doing? Probably working on oil rigs in Edmonton, Alberta. Real <laughs> shit. What's your favorite way D clip? Probably the heel flip back Smith or the switch flip front feeble. Really yeah. high rail? Yeah. I'll show you this fucking sick. Wade D's the man. What's the one sponsor you regret riding for? <laughs> Maybe, I don't know, probably definitely quitting for LA. That was a bad, bad move. <laughs> mm -hmm. But, yeah, I don't really regret it though. Life-changing experience, but yeah, it's, I don't know, that was probably a questionable move. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite local brand? All of skateboards. <laughs> Favorite local skater? Tyson Peterson, I guess. This new kid from Edmonton. Kills yeah. it, yeah. Favorite teammate ever? Tommy Sandoval. She just threw in worst teammate ever. Worst teammate ever? Heath Gertrude. <laughs> Turned out to be, though, actually. <laughs> yeah, no, no it definitely not. Uh, worst company? Ripping it. Oh! <laughs> tired of them cats, eh? <laughs> no, I'm not tired of nothing. <laughs> Worst trend. Floodwaters. Floodwater pants. Yeah. yeah. Worst style. I'll say Dan Berman. Oh! God damn! <laughs> Last person you want on the sesh? Jeremy Rogers. Oh. Okay. I could see that, man. Yeah. God damn, yo. <laughs> He's broke. ruined some sessions before or what? Broke out the machine. Nah, just, I heard, heard some stories. Real shit. All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up the interview with Jamie, man. Thanks a lot for doing this, dog. Hell yeah. Nah, thanks for having me. Hell Good yeah. times. Appreciate you. Canada Connect, yo. Gotta uh, get yeah. some Canadians on every season. You dig? I'll be back up there soon. Hopefully I can get it. Hell yeah. Let's link up, dog. Hell yeah, yeah It's time to get the post office rolling. Brought to you by our good friends at Time Bomb Trading with Jamie Tanzani in the building talking the Etnies video. You know it's all about the Vancouver premiere. April 7th, 9 p.m., the pipe shop in North Vancouver. Jamie Tanzani himself and Matt Berger will be in the building for the Etnies video. Tons of other things going on that night. The world premiere of Alex Doyle's overtime video, a photo exhibition featuring the works of Ed Templeton, Atiba Jefferson, and our good friend Jeff Comer. This is an event you cannot miss. April 7th, 9.30 p.m., the pipe shop in North Vancouver. Y'all better be there. You've got mail. All right, first up, we got an email from Black TJ. What's goody, my Gs? Got introduced to the podcast a month ago and been working my way through ever since. Keep spitting that fire, you dig? I have two questions. I'm not sure if you guys know who Alex Doyle is, but I grew up watching his edits of Kevin Friesen, Cole Middleton, Kyle Nicochet, and that whole crew. Whatever happened to those guys, if you all know. You got any word on those guys? No word, B. Sorry. Radio silence over here. Second question. The rumor around the grapevine is Wade D left EGK 
Is this true? And can you give us your little insight possibly from the man himself of why he departed? Keep firing it up. This podcast straight makes up for the frigid days of Minnesota. Yo, thanks for the email, Black TJ. Unfortunately, we don't really know what's up with that crew. And as far as Wade goes, I'm sure you've uh, discovered by now that he rides for Primitive. DGK Wade is dust. They call him Primitive Diz now. Oh, new nickname, eh? New Instagram tag coming soon. Big congrats to the big homie Diz. Next up, we got an email from Nick Roa. Captain Kirk. <laughs> oh. What's really fucking good, boys? Where do you think the most overrated quarterback in the league will end up next season? Excuse me? Yo, Nick, man. The only Nigi who's overrated is the Nigi you share a name with. Nick Foles. Footlong Foles, I'm man? I'm just kidding. I was just getting defensive. He came at my boy. But, yo. Uh, Kirk might be a little overrated. But. I'm guessing he'll end up on the Jets and get his ass beat down by the Patriots twice a year. Yo. Yo, Nick, B. I got to tell you a little something, something. The thing is, he ain't signing with no shit Jets. He's going to the Vikings, and he's going to fucking finish the job that Case Keenum couldn't. You dig? Captain Kirk all day. Wait till you see my boy with a solid team around him. Not these dusty-ass Washington fucking injured mans. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think this is going to be a case of where he's going to have two choices. And a lot of guys get this choice in their career where they can get the money. Yeah. Or they could get the get the wins and maybe get a championship. So we'll wait and see. If he wants the money, he's gonna go to the Jets or something like that. But if he wants to win, Minnesota, Minnesota yeah. They gonna do some big things next year. Wherever Kurt goes, that team's gonna pop off. No, and, you we know, he just about this though, he just like, got franchise tagged. He got his money last year. Yeah. You know what I'm oh, saying? he's not worried about the money. Uh, but if someone offers you 130 million, what are you gonna say no to that? I don't know. It's tough. Fingers crossed for Minnesota, and uh, I can't wait for him to prove Nick Roa wrong. He ain't overrated. And next up, we got an email from Esoj Jose. Definitely said that wrong, but thanks for the email. Uh, After a shitty weekend of having my nose broken by some crazy fuck, dealing with cops and nursing my body, I'm finally laughing and smiling, listening to you motherfuckers. Thanks for that shit, my dudes. I very much appreciate it. Jose. Yeah, respect, Jose. Sorry to hear about the broken nose and the run-ins with the cops, but just bounce back, baby. You'll be all right. Yeah, man, that sounds hectic. Glad we could put a smile on your face. Get well soon, my dude. We gonna keep coming, you dig? Next up, we got an email from Luke Ott. What's good, Bunt? Quick question. In your opinion, which board company has the best graphics? Choose one from your childhood and one from present day. Also, which brand had the best ads? Again, one company from your childhood and another from the present day. Shout out from the Twin Cities, best pod in skating. It's a good one, man. I like that. I think one of my favorite brands from when I was a kid was uh, Aesthetics. They always had that like sports and video game look. And Rue Welsh was on there, man. So I was sold. Ride or die, killed it. So I'm going to go with them. From when I first, first started skating, obviously every young kid loved World Industries. Flame Boy and Wet Wet Willy. Willy. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. After that, I was really into shorties for a bit. Fulfilled the dream and shit. Love the graphics, Muska's boards. We're all epic. Um, Present day. It's different now, it feels like. I ain't even paying attention to what's on these boards. I'm going to keep my... um, 
my wishful thinking and sucking up to Alzheimer's, yo. Shouts to Alzheimer's, B. I'm still waiting for that box. Oh, man. That's a tough one, but I'm going to go with Polar, you know, keep it close to home. You feel me? That's what's up. Can't go wrong. You be looking good in them streets on them Polar decks. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. All right, next up, we got an email from Bill from Pennsylvania. <laughs> Subject, the bunt footy. The people want to see some new footy of D. Jones and the Ghost. I know the Ghost is coming off an injury and wifed up right now. But come on, get out in those streets and drop apart. Do it for the culture. My dog, Woo! he's coming at you, man. What do you mean, me? He wants to see it. He said your name first. Yeah, and then he went into specifics of why you aren't really in those streets right now. Reggie, a wifey is no excuse not to skate. <laughs> I don't know why he put that in there. The fuck you Cloud think your judgment, is? he thinks, man. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yo, it's coming. This spring, you know, we're staying healthy. We're getting older. We got to, uh, I mean, the ghost went for one session a couple weeks ago. Next day, he's getting a massage. So, hell yeah. The whole body's <laughs> getting uh, lubed up right now. And uh, hopefully, we'll have something going for sure. We're definitely going to go on a little trip here, a little skate trip. See what we come back with. I did explode my board on a flat ground switch flip, and I left my trucks in Montreal. But don't worry, I'm gonna set Apparently up a boardless. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna set up a complete this week. Your boy played some b-ball uh, yesterday. Wet up a couple game winners. You know what I'm saying? Shouts to Freno. Shouts to Theo. But yeah, me and Donald, we gonna do it. We gonna do a bun trip this summer, man. <laughs> Fuck it, yo. And in 2018, a full video part is a minute. I'm sure we could yeah, split I was that say, up. Yeah, go crazy when you're talking. I'm sure, full we could video go 30 parts, seconds each. Yeah. We can make each. a three-minute video, dog. Don't worry. Reggie. We get Devin out there with a little B-roll action. You're always good for B-roll clips, man. <laughs> you specialize in. I feel like winning is made for the culture, a skate thing. Like obviously, like people say it outside of skateboarding so much, but anytime, anytime I, I see that, I think of winning. So we gonna do it for the culture. We, we gonna, gonna do, do it for, for winning. winning. You know what I'm saying? Congrats on fatherhood. All right, next up we got an email from Seacraft. Big ups from South City, y'all. And this motherfucker sent in a voice note. He's got us hyped over here. Hell Roll the yeah. clip. Oh, shit. Yo, D. Jones. Yo, the ghost. What's poppin'? Yo, Amps 1 behind the scenes was really goody. So I got a couple questions for you guys. The first question is, if y'all had to play skate against the Nine Club and Roger Bagley was the, was the judge, who would y'all face and who do you think would come up on top? And let's just add a little mix and get Wade on your side. And who would you want to be on the other side? So my second question was, hypothetically, if y'all got sick and you had pro skaters cover the show, who would you guys want in your guys' spots? Also, last thing is, I want to know your guys' thoughts on fingerboarding in general. Alright, gonna wrap it up real quick now. Just gonna say big ups to all the filmers out there and I ain't talking about you fucking fake ass Ty Evans with your zoom in bullshit on your fucking iPhones. And yo, fuck LeBron. I'm from the Bay. Curry and the Warriors. Big ups. Peace. Ha <laughs> ha. Yo, first off, Seacraft, you're a real one. Clearly you listen to the show My on man. the weekly. Much respect for that amazing voice note. Might be the best one we've ever gotten, yo. It's pretty close, man. He's killing it. I like the three hot questions. And I mean, the guy uh, did Roger Bagley a favor by taking him out of the equation there. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so, uh, 
So obviously, I think if we have to choose between Kelly Hart and Chris Roberts, we're both going to take our shot at Chris Roberts, no? <laughs> yeah, and if Wade's on our side, that's, that's light work for Wade. You know, take yeah. out your TM. Yeah. Casual. So then we get to pick another pro skater to be on their team who we'd hope we could beat. Right. I'm going Steve Barrett. Steve Barrett. It'd be nice yo, to take him down. Yeah, Steve, yo, fly us down. We'll do this on fucking Barracks TV. Barracks TV. I'll dust Chris Roberts. <laughs> I'll put a blindfold on for a couple tricks. No sweat. You dig what I'm saying? He ain't ready for the switch big flip. And then uh, you'll dust off fucking Steve himself. Steve, easy. He'll have to dust off the cobwebs to get dusted. Yeah. And then Wade's going to do Kelly. You know you know what it is. Yo, that's light work, dude. We got the trio over here. Diz, you heard we see you down there again. Yeah, he's probably went down to play. Went down to scout him out. See yeah. what tricks he's got. Tell him what's really good. Barracks fly us out. <laughs> it's official. <laughs> Challenge. Uh, so his next question was, if we got sick, who would we want to uh, take our spot? There's guys who like get the the point of our show, and I think that Morgan Smith is one of oh, them. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. So I was gonna say, I'll go with Morgan. Although his his favorite line is roasted, so I'm not sure how much you're gonna get out of him, but it'd be jokes for sure. Word, since you stole Morgan, uh, had to brainstorm and steal <laughs> your second pick, uh, Bob Lasalle. I was gonna say Chad, he'd obviously kill it too, but since Bob doesn't want to be interviewed. Even though the people want it, I think he'd be a great host and he'd be good at roasting guests on the low. Man, any way we could get him behind the mic, we got to do it. There's a lot of work behind the scenes, but people want to hear from you, Bob, man. Bob LaSalle, B. Fucking at a spa somewhere, chilling, eating chicken. (laughs) Wait, wait, y'all forget it. You know there's three people in this show, eh? Who would replace Antoine behind the scenes? I don't know. Do Do you guys know a lot of beat makers that skate? I, I don't really know too, too many. I'm sure there are many out there. Shout out to all the beat makers at Skate. A few that I could think of. Don Campbell, a.k.a. Pooh from T-Dot, a legend. I'll probably go with him, yo, to be honest with you. Let's go. So the last question is fingerboarding. Where do we stand? Man, do your thing. I remember playing with tech decks in school and shit. It's just the love of skating. You can't let it go. Yeah, I ain't no fingerboard hater. I, I look, you know. <laughs> come across i can't fingerboard for shit but i like pretending like just picking it up you know yeah uh, smith grinding your your books and shit and yo shouts to the lebron bash and the steph curry and the warriors love yo uh c craft b finals we got it popping rockets ain't a thing and if if the lebron rockets are a thing they are a thing if lebron miraculously gets to the finals gonna he's gonna get slapped but it's the raptors warriors b all right, next up, we got an email from Will Mitch. That's twisted, yo. That's like the son of Will Marshall and Mitch Barrett. Uh, nobody wants to see. <laughs> hey, he must be a fucking three feet tall. What up? I'm writing this while riding the Lansdowne bus. Anyway, it's March. You guys filling out brackets? Schedule is revealed Sunday. It's honestly the only time any one of us cares about college basketball, but it's hella fun watching the games and getting into the tournament. Keep it up, fellas. Yeah, we didn't plan on it, but, you know, college sports are crazy as hell, man. Once you put uh, kids into the mix, well, not really kids, but young adults into the mix, the emotions are flaring, the game winners are flying from everywhere. So, yeah, we're going to get into it. We're going to post up our brackets on Instagram, and you can just see where the guessing took us, man. Yeah. The one seed is usually they're going to win, right? 
Like you said, just follow the one seeds. Not everyone's paying attention. AKA me and Donald don't know shit about college basketball. The only player whose name I know is Trey Young. They barely made it in too. Like his team's not sick. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll fill out some brackets. We'll post them, and uh, maybe we'll put a little wager on it too. You day little. Yeah, you don't need a bet to make up for the one we're working on. Oh, we gonna get to that. Next up, we got an email from Avi Sturbins. Round two. Some more basketball talk. Don said that D Book has the worst hair, but there's easily five more people ahead of him. And starting with his new teammate, Alfred Payton, and throw in JaVale McGee with that rat tail. Personally, I think Harden is winning MVP this year, hands down. But aside from that, KD, or I like to call him the snake, will win defensive player of the year. Let's all be real. LeBron is the best player to ever step foot on the hardwood and will finish first in scoring all time with 11K assists and rebounds. Anyways, much love from AZ, and let's see an Andy Roy interview. Damn, lots to go over there. D-Book, he just looks odd, man. Alfred Payton, the fact that he's playing ball like that, I, I respect. I put respect on his hairdo, man. How's he doing it? What I, is that I thing? don't because... He's got a little weekend thing going on. Dude, if he, I bet you his shooting percentage goes up like a hair if he cuts his hair. Oh, you, funny. There's no, there's no way that doesn't get in your fucking face when no, you're taking a, a three. Ass, yeah. It's like here and it's bouncing like that. You're, spo- you're in the NBA. You're supposed to be putting forth your best effort and having every advantage possible. Like, how are you going to fucking hamper yourself with your hair bouncing it just seems- in your vision? And it looks like shit. It's odd, yeah. So what about JaVale McGee's rat tail? Quick take on that. Yeah, I think, I mean, you took Dono a little too seriously when he said he had the worst hair. Clearly, he just meant he doesn't think it looks good. There's obviously, like you said, JaVale's hair is worse. Yeah. Uh, actually, I don't even mind JaVale's hair anymore. After the first crazy. couple weeks of the season, I got used to it. But Alfred Payton, yeah, dusty. So then he goes in to talk about MVP and Defensive Player of the Year. Quick take on both of those. Hard to argue with James Harden. Yeah, that's, that's hands down unless he, like, somehow gets rested the rest of the way or gets hurt and ad keeps it up maybe AD, he can steal it but you know what i'm saying it's it's hardens to lose right now uh kd defensive player of the year i don't i don't think so i think he's just, he's a great defender all the time yeah but it just seems like this year there isn't one standout so maybe you could fall back on kd he'll but be then again, top he five just, yeah I don't know. Paul George is going to be in there. I think Rudy Gobert is the best defender this year, but he has he's not going to have played enough Missed games. Missed too much time. Missed yeah. two months. And uh, usually Kawhi's in the, in the conversation every year. He's been out. Draymond took a step back this year. Yeah. KD took a step up. But you know what? I'm gonna go on wax and I'm gonna say Joel Embiid. I think he's gonna have played enough games, mm-hmm. and that dude's a savage, man. I don't think you can argue with AD either, man. Yeah, fuck. That's true. He just got a triple double with blocks. He is doing it by himself. Much love from AZ. My man, thank you for emailing in. All right, next up, we got an email from Colin Mitchell. Subject, yeah, dig. What the fuck is up with people wearing two different colored shoes? Pretty straight to the point there. What's popping with you, Colin? This is something you're not going to catch me or the ghost doing. You know, we're not too uh, fashion forward like that, but I ain't going to hate on it. Lucian Clark pulls it off, man. And I fought with Lucian Clark, so... I respect it. Yeah, I can't hate on it. I, I can't even really picture it. The only person that comes to mind right now is Jeff Rowley in oh, he did. It looks sick Extremely Sorry, it. I think. And uh, I didn't mind it one bit. It looked cool. He had a black shoe and a white shoe, I think. So I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's trending and the kids are doing it on Insta. I haven't noticed. But um, 
No hate from us. Next email from Michael Mori. It's a long one, so make sure you're sitting down. What's poppin', fellas? Long-time listener, but first-time emailer here from Detroit. Heard the homie Brian Hurd's question in last week's episode and figured I would give you guys a ring myself. In last week's interview, you guys asked Daryl a question regarding how long he planned on staying in the professional ranks. He said something about whether or not it was better to go out with a burn but couldn't remember the rest of the saying. I figured I would shine some light on the subject for any curious listeners out there who might not know. The quote is, it's better to burn out than to fade away, which Kurt Cobain is often given credit for because the line appeared on his suicide note. But actually, the line is a quote from a song by Neil Young, who was originally from Toronto like y'all. So it all comes full circle. Just wanted to share that little fun fact, but since this is hopefully going to make it in the post office, I might as well ask a question. If you could have one trick from another skater, what would it be? Even if it's a trick you can already do, What's the one you would love to be able to do like someone else? An easy example would be Reynolds frontside flip or winning switchback tail. For me, it would probably be Stefan's switch nose grind. Thanks for all the great content, boys. Love the interviews, and I laugh my ass off pretty much every time I hear them gunshots popping off in Studio E. Sorry for the long-ass email, and keep up the great work. Wow, man, that's a good one. Thank you for shining some light on that. It's good to know it comes from T-Dot. As far as stealing a trick from a pro skater, something I've always wanted to do is frontside flip, which I can't. <laughs> and now, ever since we've started to do the show, I've been wishing I could switch tray, something else I can't. <laughs> it's a tough one. After some deep thought inside Studio E, I'm going to go with Tom Penny's kickflip. I mean, my kickflip ain't broken or nothing. It's all right. But if you got something like that, it just opens all the doors. Real shit. I couldn't pick just one, so I'm, I got a couple because I struggle mightily at a few tricks. Actually, I shouldn't even unveil this in case we play the man's in skate. But uh, my front shove is hella weak, and I would love Rodrigo TX's front shove because it would unlock so many tricks. Front shove, nose grinds, etc. I would also love Shane Cross's three flip because he doesn't do that fake front foot catch. It's just a really nice one. Shane Cross or Austin Gillette's three flip. And last but not least, Divine Callaway's back big because I can't do those either. I take a backsmith off someone too. Oh, That'd yeah. Be nice. Those ones come and go for me, but yeah, if I could have a solid one like uh, yeah, Mike Carroll, man. Oh, what about that that dude on Nike who like goes Mach ten and backsmith shit? For sure, you know him. He's like that. He's like a beast. He's like more lesser known dude. He goes Mach ten and does like back one eighty fakie manies oh, on Nick curbs. Stain. Nick Stain, yeah, Yo, his, his backsmiths go hard. All right, y'all. It was fire inside the Bunt Live's email. Make sure y'all hit us up this week, thebuntlive at gmail.com. Keep the post office rolling. Yeah, yo, shouts again to Michael Mori on that history lesson still. Yeah, I feel like Donald's got more pride than me. He would uh, burn out, and you know my ass, milking that shit all the way to the bank on that. <laughs> 10 years past your prime, fade away. You dig? Keep the boxes coming. All right, man, let's get right into it. It's the rundown, the skateboard world source for sports, and the NFL is looking like musical chairs this week, my dog. We have a lot to get into, so let's pop it off. The QB carousel is spinning, and your man, Kirk Cousins, Woo! landed right where you want him. <laughs> it's 
supposed to be a Minnesota Viking with an $84 million contract, all guaranteed, breaking the bank, man, and signing with a winning team. Bro, my man's changing the game. <laughs> QBs around the world just bow down and kneel to greatness. You know what I'm saying? Because next time, when it's your time, when it's time for you to sign that contract, just point to Kirk and say, "Yo, I want it guaranteed, baby." So not only is he going to a winning team, and he's gonna shut up all the doubters and the haters. You like that? Yo, he's making it rain for QBs around the world, man. It's true, man. You gotta love it. All the QBs must be licking their chops. But man, Kirk Cousins' biggest selling point was his durability. A lot of QBs out there getting hurt. And a lot of free agent QBs were the ones that, that were getting hurt. So durability, man. He plays every game every year. That's what you want out of your quarterback. That's what's really good. Man, sleep on him in fantasy. Next thing you know, at the end of the season, you check top five, and he's always up in that mix. Next up, option B for most teams, Case Keenum, the ex-Minnesota Vikings quarterback, finds a new home in Denver. They also needed someone. He's also going to be on a team with some great wide receivers and a great defense. I don't think it's that bad of a pickup, but Case Keenum's definitely not your quarterback of the future. Nah, man, he's just a plug and play. Unlike <laughs> my man Kirk, Mr. Guaranteed. Yeah, I can't wait for next season. But now I don't know who to draft. Kirk Cousins or, or Case Keenum Ew. or Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Another Vikings quarterback finds a new home. Sam Bradford lands in Arizona. I'm saying he plays four games next year. Oh, my. I feel bad for Arizona. Why, why are they going after Mr. Injured? They're in a I, tough spot, man. They picked 14th in the draft, just a little bit outside, you know, where you can get a top-end quarterback prospect. So they're desperate down That's there. so shitty. I, I fucks with AZ, you know what I'm saying, David Johnson uh, and the boys. I was hoping if they got Kirk Cousins, I would have been hyped on that too. But uh, best of luck with Sam Bradford and his fucking That would have been, I think, glass body. Kirk Cousins with David Johnson would have been crazy. But moving on to some pass catchers, Sammy Watkins signs with the Chiefs. Man, your Chiefs, they got some pass catchers. They got some RBs. They got a nice tight end. They're putting a lot of pressure on Patrick Mahomes here. I'm not a big fan of Sammy Watkins. He's fucking a ghost half the time, more than half the time. And then he'll pop for like 80 and a touchdown or something. But inconsistent i hope i hope fucking patrick mahones is the real deal man yeah he's got a big summer coming up man another pass catcher alan robinson finds a new home in chicago leaving jacksonville i don't know why he'd want to do that team seems like they're starting to peak starting over with another rebuild in chicago who have been looking for a top flight wide receiver since they lost alshon how you feel about that uh fuck poor guy <laughs> I mean, who's the QB even over there? That Trubisky, fucking, man. Mitchie that, True. That redhead fucking... Bum. No, Glennon. They signed Glennon, but ended up playing the rookie quarterback. They right. drafted second overall. It's going to be another oh, lost first? year for the Bears. I'm sorry. It's going to be a tough year, but hey, they got Jordan Howard. They got... That's his name, right? <laughs> yeah, they got that little... Tarek Cohen. <laughs> Tariq Cohen. Phil, Phil Mendelson's number one prospect. I think the Bears will do all right, but they're in a hell of a, hell of a division with the Vikings, the... Packers and the eventual lines. They're going nowhere fast, and we both know it. You just have a soft spot for the Bears. Yeah, I fucks with the Bears. <laughs> so another team making big moves. The Cleveland Browns have finally done it. They got T-Mobile, Tyrod Taylor at quarterback. They got Juice Landry at wide receiver to match with Flash Gordon. They got the number one pick in the NFL draft. Better be Saquon Barkley. My man, let me get a prediction on Wax what you think the Cleveland Browns record will be. 
at the end of the season. I'm saying six and ten. You know what I'm saying? They, I, I like the talent. It's going to take some time to gel. Hey, six wins is huge coming off zero. Yeah. So, I don't think steps. they've won more than one in like plenty of years. That's insane. Yo, six and ten. Uh, let's go, Browns. I fucks with you. I'm saying they're going nine and seven. But they ain't making the playoffs, but they're going to be in some tight games, man. They got a hell of offense. And if they play their cards right and they do get a quarterback along with Saquon Barkley, could be a good season to have him uh, on the bench witnessing. Bro, they got Tyrod Taylor, not known for fucking throwing, but they got two dope ass Not known receivers. for throwing because he's been stuck with mediocrity. In Buffalo, that's the problem. That's, that's Shady's team, yeah. Right, we'll, we'll see what happens, B. I can't wait. We'll see if Tyrod's got an arm or not. Believe in the Browns, man. <laughs> Believe in them. Slide over to the, the NBA. Anthony Davis, man. Balling out of control. You went toe-to-toe with them this week in fantasy. Triple-double with blocks. Why can't he win the MVP? Too little, too late. <laughs> oh, it's not too... It's a lot, and it, but it's late. The start of the year he had boogie and they were fighting for an eight seed you know so you can't you can't barge into the mvp talk in the last you know month and a half i mean I think you, the you fact can they lose boogie and now they're a, clearly a much better team what's that go go to show you man james harden is probably like the best offensive player in the league right now but if the rockets lose james harden where are they going to be think they can I mean, fight for a playoff spot yeah for sure what's going to happen to the pelicans they're dust they're done no but you know it's they reward winning they're the number one seed in the west at least that's what they fucking claim and then they give it to westbrook last year Mm -hmm. which i still think is bullshit but uh it's just houston's literally number one team in the league they fucking just won 17 straight but yeah to your point Harden sat out and they won but it was against dallas the pels we're on a nine or ten game winning streak. They were going for a franchise best tenth or eleventh win. Mm-hmm. AD sat out with the ankle roll. They got slapped. He comes back. They win the next game. There you go. But it, it's just like if this was all season long and there was no boogie, like now they're right in the mix for the like fourth, fifth, third seed or whatever. But uh, I mean, we both know it's Harden's. Yeah, he's been doing it all year long, man, and it's something special. After that movie put on the Clippers, oh. I think that was, we're going to see that one forever. Yeah. So Cat went on record this week and said it is a goddamn swamp in between five and the 10 seed in the West. Who do you think are the two teams that are going to miss out? I'm saying the Clippers, I think, are in the eight seed right now. I think they fall out. The, the Jazz are fucking unstoppable the Jazz are coming. these days. This is a hot take. You ready? Oh, wait, yo. I picked the Clippers as well. That was my first thought. But second, I might have to go with the Spurs, man. The Spurs, yeah. Well, Kawhi says he's coming back on Thursday. But what the fuck kind of situation is that? Why are you coming back? I think, yo, Minnesota might fall out too, man. No Jimmy Butler's going to do it to him? Like, they've lost, I think, three or four straight. Oh, shit, yo, I misspoke. AD came back, and they still lost to the Jazz. Rudy Gobert, man. Actually, AD had 10 blocks. Blocked Rudy a couple times, kept Locked him in Rudy, check. Got Mitchell a couple times, got Rubio a couple times. He was everywhere. You're going to go with Minnesota and the Clippers? Yeah, looking at the standings now, Minnesota won their last game after losing like three or four straight. San Antonio's in seventh, man. It's getting dangerous. They're a half game out of the playoffs. Uh, I, I don't think the Clippers are going to hold on, though. No. They're seven. toughest for them. They've won seven of their last ten. 
I just think Denver has a better team overall. A lot of pressure on Cat and Wiggins, man, to keep them afloat with no Jimmy. We'll see. It's going to be a hectic fucking barn burner down the stretch. But I say the Clippers don't make it. I say Utah and Denver get in. Fuck, I guess that means Minnesota falls out. Hey, man, someone's got to follow it. I asked you for the two teams. There's only six. Uh, there's only eight seats in this car, man. The your West is heavy. Boy, Donovan Mitchell, man. Six-game win he's streak. The real, he's the real deal. Rookie of the year, man. Hell yeah. So we ain't going to talk about the NBA no more without putting more respect on the Raptors. Snap the Rockets 17-game winning streak. Harden, 40 points, almost pulled off the comeback. Too little, too late, man. The Raptors are the real deal. The bench gang is unstoppable. We got four games this week. We going 4-0? Bro, we starting off against Brooklyn. That's a layup. W. Then we're going to Indiana. That's going to be a battle. It could be tough. Oladipo, Miles Turner doing the damn thing. Collison's back. Yo, we too deep, baby. <laughs> it's crazy. Indiana's man. bench ain't that strong. Nope. You know what I'm saying? They got our boy Corey Joseph, the Prince of Toronto. Yeah. Uh, but I think we take care of business. Then we're going to Dallas on a back-to-back. Sorry, Dallas comes here. <laughs> That's light work. It's tank of Palooza over there, man. I'll be surprised they even play. <laughs> But then we close in the week against the Thunder in Toronto. Afternoon game, 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We're going to be well-rested. Yeah, time, man. Yeah, we, no, it's because my It's going to be the end of round one of the fantasy playoffs, too. So it's going to be a big game to watch. I'm going up against Russell Westbrook this week. Yeah. I ain't scared, Ross. Bring that shit, man. Bro. But we're going 4-0, I'm thinking. Yeah, we're going 4-0 four, four this week. <laughs> Don't believe it, just watch. Hey, we ain't heard from Mike Henry in a couple weeks, man. We got a footy chat out there or what? Oh, you oh, you know it. Let's get it. Denver man's, Denver man's, you're not laughing. Denver man's, Denver man's, I say. Denver man's, Denver man's, you're not laughing. You're not laughing because your team is shite. That's right. It's me back again for some footy chat. Manchester United took on Liverpool, the Denver man's team. The team that he said was going to wipe the floor with Manchester United. Well, guess what? You're in our fucking house. You tried to play our fucking game and you came up short, didn't you? Yes, you did. Manchester United 2-1 winners. Marcus Rashford scoring two goals in the first half. Something that hasn't happened in this fixture in over 20 years. And the Denver man's got exactly what he deserved for counting his fucking chickens before they hatched <laughs> oh get in that's it that's all that happened this week uh spurs beat bournemouth 4-1 and arsenal scored a goal or two doesn't matter this is it get in damn denver man's mike henry owned you i guess his team owned yours let's keep the beef popping boys love it all right you know what time it is man it's one verse one me versus you. Just another bit of the same old story, man. Fuck's sake. Two games for me. Wax one weekly. game for you. Bringing the score to 6-3. to three. I'm still alive. I just need a 3-0, and oh, which yeah. is obviously coming this week. I'm just letting you get your hopes up. Okay, so I think we, we would probably bet on the OKC Raptors game, but we're both in agreement that the Raptors will probably win that one. So we're going to pick three fresh games, first of which being... A battle of the MVP candidates, the New Orleans Pelicans versus the Houston Rockets. I mean, we've been talking about it today, so we're going to stick by our picks. I'm going with AD. The ghost is taking Harden and his Rockets. Oh, you know we're going to be splashing threes. 
AD can't be at five positions at once. You know what I'm saying? You're going to try. It's a wrap, Houston. From a good game with some uh, playoff contenders, maybe even a championship contender in the Rockets, to some tanking teams, because you know we like to mix it up. Brooklyn versus Dallas, man. Who you got? I want to say Brooklyn, but... I think you're going with Brooklyn, and they have no incentive to tank, so they're going to be trying to win games because they don't even have their pick for, like, the next two years or something. But, yo, I'm going to go with Dallas, the legend Dirk. You know what I'm saying? Dwight Powell, my man, can't miss. And uh, Harrison Barnes, man, let's get it. Okay, so Dallas is playing in Toronto the night before. Oh, fuck, no chance Dirk's playing. Lock it down, 3-0 week. First of its kind, man. Damn it. That's going to wrap up no, this wait, episode wait. of The Butt. The hockey game. Oh, we got one more. Shit. <laughs> we going to pick between the Boston Bruins and the Tampa Bay Lightning for our third game. A battle of first and second in the Atlantic Division. The Ghost likes to keep it close to home when he bets on hockey. Yo, let's go, Boston. Let's do it, baby. Yeah, I think that's blasphemy as a Toronto man. I don't know about the NHL. It is. You know, Toronto shit, but I'm going to go with the Bruins. The way it's lining up right now, the Leafs are sliding a little bit. Boy, picked up a big win against Pittsburgh on Saturday night. We're third place in the Atlantic Division, which would pit us against the Boston Bruins. Woo! A rematch of the last time we made it to the playoffs. Oh, so no chance on backing them. Tampa Bay, Kucherov, Stamkos, and Co. Ain't nothing to fuck with on wax. There it is, man. That's what's up, yo. 3-0 and week going down. You bamboozled me. You knew they had a back-to-back, the Dallas Mavs, but you <laughs> kept that information to yourself. But... Fuck it. Harry B, let's go. All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up this episode of The Bunt. Big shouts to Vans, Brixton, Grand Trading, Time Bomb, Steam Whistle. We love y'all. Catch y'all next week. Peace.